Hi, and welcome back to another episode of A Conversation with San Antonio. If you're new to this podcast, I invite you to listen to all my other podcasts that were previously recorded before this one, or you can just simply watch this one and, and you know, just vibe, you know, because we're just catching vibes um, over here, you know, good vibe, positive vibe today. And, and if you're not new to my channel and you watch all of my other um, episodes, thank you for being loyal and thank you for supporting me. I really, really appreciate it. I'm sorry that it has been so long for me to come back and to record another episode, but I've been taking some time off for my mental health. And for my sanity and, like, to think about, like, the good times and to reflect on um, the world, you know, it's still a very crazy place. And um, besides reflecting on the world, I want to reflect, you know, on myself, you know, checking on my mental health, see how I was doing. I took um, a couple days off of social media, or at least I tried to. Um... I've been on Instagram a lot, but, you know, I've been taking some breaks here and there. Um, Twitter, I deleted Twitter for about 24 to 48 hours, and that was the best 24 to 48 hours of my life. Um, it was about approximately, probably, maybe somewhere between 30 hours, but it was the best um, time of my life. Twitter is a good way to stay informed, you know, but... Twitter can be toxic, and it can be mentally exhausting to constantly see what's trending in the news, you know. It's good to stay aware and know what's going on around you and what the news and what's happening in the world, but sometimes you need a break from the reality. And, um, and you get wrapped around it quickly, you know, because you're constantly reading the headlines. Because I'm not gonna say that I didn't get, I, I, I wasn't um, intrigued by, you know, the virus. You know, when it first came out, I was constantly reading articles, you know, about it. You know, numbers getting higher, higher. Oh my God! I, I, I was like, pan, well, not panicking, but I was like, oh my God, this is getting serious. It's getting worse. You know, I never experienced anything like that in my life. You know, I don't think many of us have not. Um, experience a pandemic, or we, we would or many of us have not, would not think that we would be in a pandemic in 2020, but here we are. Today is the 22nd day of July, and we are in a pandemic. So, um, I don't know what to tell you, or, um, how to tell you how we're going to get over this, because I don't know. I don't think nobody knows, um, but I do want to tell you a couple of things in today's episode, so I do ask you, you know, grab a snack, drink some tea, grab your coffee, whatever you're doing, take about 15 minutes, you know, and come listen to what I'm saying carefully. And reflect back to me. And if you haven't followed me on social media, my um the podcast social media is a convo, a c o n z o, a convo w six a combo with Saint Antonio and my name.
<clears throat> if you don't have them, my name is S A N T O N I O. So Tomba with Centennial, that's the name that's the podcast, Instagram. Um and if you want to follow me on my own personal Instagram, it is Santonio Bailey. St. Antonio, my last name, Bailey, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's St. Antonio J. Bailey on Twitter. Okay, so today's episode, I kind of want to talk about mental health, and I also want to talk about, you know, um, racism, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, and what's, um, still, what's going on there, and how we're kind of progressing, but, you know, we still need to, like, to sign the petition, stay active and stuff. Um, and I want to talk about, like, college life a little bit, you know, I'm getting ready to be, um, a freshman in college this fall, and, um, I want to talk to you about my, um, experience, or thereof, of going to be an incoming freshman this year, um, et cetera, et cetera. So the first thing I want to talk about is mental health. So, like I said, um, it is good to take breaks and to maintain your health. And another part of maintaining your health is checking in with your friends. You know, every now and then, check in with your friends. Ask them how they're doing, you know, what's going on in their life. You know, make sure they're all right. They're okay. Because oftentimes, people don't really tell us how they're really feeling. So... I want you, when a friend asks you how you feel, make sure to be able to trust that friend, first of all. But I want you to tell them how you actually feel. Now, there, some people have bad friends, and I'm really, it really makes me sick to my stomach. It, just people like that, you know? That's me that would, that would not listen to those friends or take the time of the day to, like, you know, give them, like, motivation and stuff like that, blah, 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 blah. Now, we all do have lives. We have some of us have a busy life, some of us, you know, do daily tasks and whatnot, whatnot, you know. Um, with that being said, you know, um, I always try to, like, not burden my friends, but, you know, I want to check in with them occasionally, maybe, like, once a week, twice a week, three times a week, wherever the case may be, to see how they're doing, you know. In some people, it's like three months, you know, six months. That's okay, too. But don't wait three to six months to check on your friend because, you know, there's a lot going on in the world. And anything can happen nowadays, you know. So, um, check in on your friends as much as possible. Well, not as much as possible as you can between your time and your time. Don't be annoying with the, you know, some friends can be overbearing, um, you know, and it's definitely okay to be overbearing, you know. I have been that friend that has been annoying and overbearing. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's definitely okay to, you know, talk to your friends and ask them, you know, how they're doing. To tell them about your life and what you're going on in your life. Because believe it or not, they may be experiencing the same thing as your ex- um, experience. So you can share those um, experiences with them each other. And then y'all have feedback on each other. Oh, how can we get forward? Maybe we can motivate each other to do better and whatnot, but not. Um, also, another another um, thing to maintain your mental sanity, I would say, too. Um, family, keep your family close. You know, talk to your family as well. Be open with them. 
some of us are not close with our family, you know, some of us, you know, some people don't talk to their family members on a daily basis or aren't close with them or don't want to talk to them. Try to see, like, talk, it could be your cousin, your brother, your mom, or your auntie, or grandma, your grandpa, um, anybody that's a relative or a friend, reach out to them and, you know, ask them how they're doing, tell them how you're doing, you know. Don't be afraid, and just also, um, if you're ever feeling suicidal, just hotline, you know, that that could um, help you out, you know, if you need that extra support, you know. But don't be afraid to get help, and don't be afraid to step, to step help, and don't be afraid to talk to others, you know, and be open, you know. With that being said, there are, if you, if somebody's tell, telling you that, you know, they may be suicidal or that, you know, they may, you know, they're not going through a rough patch, you know, depressed, you know, angry, whatever. Try to listen to that person, you know. Other time, most of the time, we put our our opinions first and we don't think about, you know, maybe I should drop my opinion. Not like, I'm not telling you to drop your morals and your values. Then I'm telling you, like, think outside your 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 opinion. Think inside the box, you know. How would I feel if I was in that person's um, shoes, you know? How can I help them to the best of my ability? What can I do to help my friend, help my family member, help somebody close to me or a friend of a family? What can I do to help them out? So that's what we have to ask ourselves as individuals as a rural society, and I feel like mental health, you know, we, we're all too scared to talk about it, just like racism, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like somebody dropping a pen on the, uh, uh, a pen on the floor, a paper clip on the floor, you know, it's going to be very silent, you know, and we're going to try to ignore it, but I feel like the more we open up those doors, and we talk about it, and we address those topics and the issues, and we can break the stigma and the um, barriers down. So that is my, um, that is one of the things that I want to talk to you guys today, you know, and, um, it breaks my heart that people go through these stages of life, you know, where they have to discover themselves, you know, and they're afraid to see God's help, and, you know, mental health, um, counselors, you know, some of them are free and affordable, but there's some that are very high, you know, psychologists and therapists, you know, can be very expensive these days, and that's another thing that we need to, um, work on too. Um, how could we access um free mental health care, or how could we access affordable mental health? You know, or seeking out that because you know some people need it more than other people, and some people don't need it. You know, but I feel like as long as we talk to each other and we know that we have each other, we're gonna be all right. And we're gonna be okay. But definitely, definitely be open. Always, always be open with whoever, whoever, you know, before you do something, try to let somebody know. And if you're a friend of that person, and you know that, or you feel like they're going to do harm to themselves, please, 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 go over there if you can, go over there and help that friend, or if you can't help them, immediately tell somebody that you know that's going to be near them, or Go over there and, like, be interactive with that friend. Make sure you're being aware of them. There's a saying, give somebody their flowers while they're here. So, 
we have seen a lot of celebrities die this year, so we have to give people their flowers right here. We have to acknowledge them, we have to recognize them, you know, give them love, give them hugs, etc. So maybe not too much hugs with the corona right now, but they can definitely have an air high five, air high five right now, um, in this current state of the world. But get help if you need help, and you know, don't be afraid to accept it. Um, and and that's what I want to talk about in mental health today, and I will be talking about that more. You know, um, I've been I I've listened to other people's stories. You know, I have friends that have that have experienced different things. You know, that have different stories, and then you know, um, and I try to you know be open and be honest with them, and connection with my friends and to get to know them and that's what I feel like can help you know that person have a really close friend or family they can count on so definitely 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 check in with your friend and your family um if you haven't so right now I'm asking you you know if it's a, you know the money you have to talk in a while you know it could be a high school a high school friend that you know you, you didn't really get close with you know but you you want to tell them hey don't be afraid to go tell them hi you know how are they doing check on them make sure they're okay um so in my next um segment i want to talk about colleges now many colleges are opening back in the fall but there's guidelines um issued by the c the cdc you know uh, so many colleges are requiring their students to wear masks if the class is in person, six feet away, social distancing. Many classes have um, skipped to hybrid models, doing half in person, half online. Many have just doing fully online. There's some that doing remote learning. My thing is, you know, if we're doing online classes, why are we paying full, full, the full call of tuition? If we're only getting like half of the experience. So I feel like colleges really need to go down on their price, you know, because it's way too high right now. It's ridiculous the amount um, that a person pays for college. I feel like the price definitely needs to go down. It's definitely, definitely not um, something that should be there. And I feel like colleges should have done a survey and asked their students, you know, if they're prepared mentally, financially, et cetera, et cetera, reaching out to those students and those families, you know, asking them, what should we do? What would you guys like to see? What do you guys like to see incorporated, you know, um, in this school year and how, and like being open and challenged how the next school year could work because uh, many parents and many students are clueless about how this year is going to work or what's going to happen. So we have to be open about that and be honest and have to say what's going to go on and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So in, all, in order to do that, we have to, first of all, think about the health and safety of others first. You know, how can we put our health in front of our students instead of the greed and money of others in the economy? So with that being said, the pandemic is not over. It's like constantly evolving and getting higher and higher. First of all, please, please, please social distance if you can and you're hanging out and going to beaches and stuff with your friends, you know. 
And please, please, please wash your hands, you know. Please, please, please sanitize whenever you can. Please wear a face mask when you go into buildings and stuff like that. Please don't be a Karen and don't argue with the um, the people if they have to wear a face mask. Just wear a face mask. They're essential workers. They're working hard, you know, just like you um, or countless many other people have worked all hope, you know, and they're working hard. Essential workers are really being at the forefront of this. And doctors and nurses, you know, they're working about all. And they can wear a mask for 12 plus hours or 8 plus hours. So you can wear a mask when you go in the store or go out in public in a close area and proximity and stuff. Please, please, please wear a mask. Like, it should be common sense, people. And CDC announced that if everyone would wear a mask, for at least um, four weeks, the virus can like um, reduce um, rates within four to eight weeks if everybody wear a mask. So please, please, please wear your mask. If you wear your mask, then we can slow the spread of corona and we can lower the curve, you know. And that's what they're talking about. They're talking about flatten the curve. But how do we flatten the curve? We have to get the in order to eliminate the problem, we have to find out what solution. And governors, you know, they aren't putting um their citizens at first, or you know, locally aren't putting their citizens first. They're just thinking about the economy and agreeing. And the economy is very, very important. Don't get me wrong. Yes, please, yes, yes, it's very important. But think about your citizens. Think about their health, their being, their well-being. Not about the economy right now. You know. In South Carolina, we have phased many things, and, you know, we should have been shut down longer than what we were. Like, we were shut down only less than a week, you know, before things started reopening again, you know. And um, they're not going to, so far, they're not going to be closed again. We're just sad, you know. We have to do better. We have to do way better, you know. We're one of the hot spots of the coronavirus in South Carolina, as long as Florida, Georgia, California. New York used to be the epicenter of the virus, but now California and um, Florida is. Many of South Carolina residents um, have contracted the virus. Charleston is constantly in the lead um, of um, patients affected by the virus. Hospitalization um, rates are going up, you know. Number of positive cases are going up, you know. In order to in order to lower that, everybody, if you can, stay in your house, shop online, wear your mask, sanitize, uh, wash your hands. Please, please, please do that in order so to protect the lives and risks of others, especially the vulnerable and the high risk, such as the older people, people with underlying conditions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And also, um, they're talking about reopening schools, you know, in the fall with the public school system, K to twelfth grade. My main issue is how can we effectively do that? You know, putting the self, the the health and safety of parents and students at the forefront, you know, because we don't want to spread this virus any more than we have to. So we have to get it under control, you know. Many people don't have access to Wi-Fi. Many kids face um, child abuse and um, sexual abuse at home. Many kids don't get food when they get home. The best meal they receive is during the school day. So we have to work on those things. School districts should be writing about how can we 
make sure the kids that don't have access to food have access to food? How do we make sure the kids that don't have access to um Wi-Fi get to access to Wi-Fi, especially in rural, rural, rural areas? How do we make sure that parents stay informed? How do we make sure that students are informed and aware to do their work, you know? How do I put my teachers and make sure they're um, prepared for the school year and the mental side effects and, and make sure um, it makes that may come with it, you know. Teachers are already have to do so many stuff, so you're adding to that by asking them, you know, to check temperatures, make sure their students are wearing masks, and all these different stuff, you know. We have to put out teachers first, we have to put out um, custodians first, we have to put out cafeteria workers first. You can't forget about those people because they're all what make the school if you cannot forget about our students. Students is what makes the school. Without them, there would be no school. There would be no teacher, no principal, no assistant principal, no district school board without the students. So please, please, please do it for the students and do it for the educators. Another topic that I want to address today is racism. It's still an ongoing fight for racism. You know, Breonna Taylor killers are still in the loose. They're not arrested yet. So we have to ensure that they're arrested. So please, please, please don't think the movement is dead. It is very much alive. Sign petitions. Read books. Um, make sure you're, if you can, educate others. Tell others what can they do to educate themselves without you educating them. Provide resources if you can, you know. Um, support black um, on businesses, you know, worldwide and locally in your area. Support them, you know, because they need it, you know. Um, support, support black women, you know. Black women are constantly, you know, downgraded and um, constantly picked up because um, um, they're, they're, they're color of their skin and they're literally the backbone of the African-American community without black mothers and black grandmothers, aunties, you know, daughters, sisters, etc. The African-American community would not be as strong as it can. And um, with that being said, I also would like to say, Kanye, please, please, please keep Carrie telling the name of your mouth. Please, please, please. She did free slaves, many slaves. She freed many slaves. She put her own life at risk by capturing other slaves, make sure they were set free, you know. Going back, going back in the underground railroad, constantly, 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 not thinking about herself because she's a narcissist, but putting others first, you know. So that's why we have to take a light and admire her, you know. Please, 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 you know, educate yourself and your ally and racism. If you're a white ally, please, please, please educate yourself. You know, just don't say, oh, I have a black friend, you know, I'm not racist. Or I have an Asian friend, I'm not racist. Or I have a Latino friend, so I'm not racist. You can still be racist and have black friends. Yes, you can. Yes, it is very possible. You know, I'm pretty sure there are many Karens that know a black person or friends with a black person, but they have done the most ignorant and vile things in this country. So... Um, with that being said, you know, I'm going to end this podcast, and I want to thank you guys for listening, thank you guys for holding me down, and, you know, I hope to be back with a new episode soon, and, um, thank you for listening, I kind of appreciate it more, 
And I hope that you follow me on socials, you know, or on Twitter, you know. Um, and we look forward to any future guests that want to be a part of the show, you know. So I just, I'm so excited for episodes. Please, 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 thank you.